Oh, we are live. What it, What up, brother? Uh, welcome, everybody, to the new show. Raised Typical. Yeah, Raised yes, Typical. Yes, sir. And uh, today's guest is Riley Bauer. Mm -hmm. Hi. So, uh, welcome, Riley. Welcome, Hello. Riley. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for being here. Mm -hmm. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Of course. Of course. Um, we're um, very excited. <laughs> yeah, we're very excited. So, just to give everyone a kind of brief uh, overview... Our goal with Raise Typical um, is to use the R A Z E D definition mm -hmm. of raised, as in to destroy, mm -hmm. um, and how it is very challenging to destroy typical or normal. Um, but most people who see success are those who overcome challenges, mm -hmm. um, and it often takes uh, destroying a typical mindset to overcome challenges. Yeah. Um, and so if you hear raised typical, it's kind of a play on words yeah. and, uh, you know, we're not saying that Ben was raised typical. We're saying mm -hmm. that Ben raised our typical. Yeah. Um, yeah. and so we're going to, we'll talk a little about that, but today is it's, about Riley. Riley Bauer. Right. She's exactly. the best. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so Riley was Miss Amazing in, uh, this year in Nashville, mm -hmm. and we would like to welcome you. Welcome to Ray's Typical Family. Yeah, thank you. Welcome. Um, so Ben, you got a question? I do have a good question. Um, you have lots of hobbies. Which one do you like? Which one do you? Which one of them do you like the most, and why? Oh, that's a hard one. I think that all of my hobbies contribute to my social skills being better each and every day. Sure. Uh, so I can't say that I have a favorite, but I do have alternating favorites most of the time. And right now that is drama club because we are starting, um, our show. I can't say what it is yet, but I'm very <laughs> sure. excited and it's going to be a good year. That's awesome. I didn't know you liked acting. I did acting in high school. Yeah. Oh, so cool. I was in the middle school plays and the high school plays and, um, acting really taught me how to be social yeah. and many, and That's movies too. So movies really helped me as well. Yeah. yeah, it's funny. Uh, in middle school, I did theater as well. Um, but now, and even then, I was not a huge fan of the stage. And this I can do, like this setting where mm -hmm. it's like yeah. very small, uh, no problem. But as soon as I'm on stage and there's lights on me and I, I know there's people watching. I loved it. I shut down. I, I loved I'm it. I'm the exact opposite, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I like the stage. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's interesting. And I say ben, Ben's similar to that. He he enjoys the attention, right, Ben? I love the attention. <laughs> <laughs> like me dancing at Easter Seals when I was a kid. Uh -huh. Yeah, Ben's always been a, a oh my eye gosh. for the attention. Okay, I, I'm. So I heard one of your hobbies is to like to sing and to act. I heard you like to sing as well. What's your favorite type of music to listen to? Usually, I listen to a lot of classical music when mm. I'm studying or doing something that really motivates me. Mm. But sure. if I'm just in my room, which I'm always playing music in my room, I'm playing yeah. mostly pop music or Christian music or stuff like that. Wow. Cool. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. That's cool. You go to church. That's amazing. Yeah. Yes. It's really amazing. Is there a typical type of song that you like to sing or like a music genre, I guess? Uh, probably there's this one song from The Greatest Showman. It's called Never Enough. Oh, okay. I love that yeah. song. 
Yeah. Yes, never enough. Or yeah, I remember. Taylor Swift. She's oh, sure, there Taylor you go. Swift. There you go. Okay. We okay. went to see that movie. I saw it seven times in the theater. Really? Oh seven God. times? Seven times in the theater. <laughs> Even I didn't know that. <laughs> Hugh Jackman is a great actor. He is. Yes. I saw it so many times. I mean, I saw it once with Erica, the ants, and my friends. Yeah. Uh, I just remember the first time that we went, I didn't know it was a musical. And so I went oh. in and I was like, oh, this will be fun. And they started singing and I was like, what? Huh? <laughs> um, but pleasantly surprised. It was yeah, very good. I might watch that tonight. Now you motivated me. There you yes. go. There you go. Uh, so, as Ben mentioned, you earned uh, the title of National Miss Amazing in the twenty twenty ones this past year, mm-hmm. uh, and you traveled to Nashville, right? So, tell us a bit about. I that. did. So basically, I started Miss Amazing in two thousand sixteen, and. Um, it's a pageant for girls and women with disabilities and it wow. strives to create like uh sorry hold on you're fine take your time create like st- different social skills and mm-hmm. learn how to present yourself to a panel of judges and on stage and it has changed my life completely like i could not be here right now without miss amazing all of the leadership skills and everything that I've learned have come from just performing on stage and getting opportunities like being in parades and things. And so this past year we had a virtual pageant and um, I won my age category for Teen Queen 2021. And we I got the amazing chance to travel to Nashville, Tennessee to compete in the national pageant. And I've been there four times before, but this time was, I would, people usually say third time's a charm, but fourth time's a charm for me because fourth time I went in and I said, usually I said, I don't want to win or lose, but this time I had the intention to win because I want to spread my platform and I won. Sure. That's awesome. That is amazing. I love it. Thank you. So walk me through like a couple things that they would do in the pageant. Like, is there like a talent competition? Like, mm-hmm. like how does that yeah, work? So there is, Ooh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. I'm going to move over here. There is a talent portion, a, a formal wear portion, a, a, a personal introduction and a private interview. Okay. Wow. Cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. So yeah, I can imagine all of those being different in the sense of socially challenging, right? Definitely, definitely. Yeah, because they're all different um, types of interactions. Yeah, I know. I was talking to someone recently, and I think it was actually somebody that that Ben had talked to, but they were saying that in their um, diagnosis meeting, it was through Zoom. And they were told that um, their son was not special needs. Um, wow. And Ben had mentioned that they really should do the test in person because yeah. sometimes uh, in this setting, it's easier for someone with special needs to look at a camera mm-hmm. as opposed to actual like facial expressions and eye contact. And yeah. You know what's so funny? Boys are four times more likely to have it than girls with mm-hmm. autism. They don't. They need to test a lot of more girls with autism today. Yeah, you think it's a testing That's thing? True. Yeah, it's a testing thing. Yeah, sure. I've learned that in my presentation. So sure. it's really. Oh, I'm oh. sorry. My camera went out. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> no worries. <laughs> it's a lot of. What was I gonna say? Yes. Um. It's a lot. Of, like today's day and age, like people should be tested for autism. Like if yeah, it's it's a challenging thing. Yeah. Because you don't want to force anyone to do that. No. Um. But encouraging people to do it to do that, but yeah. but in a way that is, uh, showing them that there's not a like a stigma or there's no shame in being tested. Mm -hmm. I know Definitely. I've got a friend, so I'm dyslexic, um, which is a big part of kind of my school experience. Yeah. And a good friend of mine um, was telling me that they had struggled with reading and writing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you should really look into, you know, being tested for dyslexia. And they're like, well, I'm kind of too old for that. And I was like, I don't really know if you're ever too old for that. Like, yeah. you should, you know, if you feel like it's something you really struggle with, mm -hmm. you should look into get testing. I know it's harder as you get older, but it's still something worth looking into. Mm -hmm. And um, at least it gives you a place, you know, to go to go from. But, def yeah, definitely. Uh, back to Miss Amazing. What do you think was the most challenging of the three things that you had to do for you? I think the most challenging thing was they help you for a certain point. They give you instructions and things, but they really strive to get that independence factor in. And sure. I think that is something that I really struggled with for the longest time. And I still do. And I think that that was the most challenging, but also the most rewarding right now. Oh. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's awesome. Um, so how did you feel after winning? The first pageant. Yeah. It was amazing. And the thing is that I didn't even really realize that I had won until they came up to us and were like this is how we are fundraising for nationals and I went what and I turned to my mom and she was like you won you got the sash and everything because when I watched when I was little I used to watch toddlers and tiaras and stuff like that pageant shows and when they won yeah they got a crown and things but it was a little different so I didn't really fully understand until the newspaper came up to me and wanted to interview me and it was just such an amazing experience I, I I'll never forget it that's that's unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, honestly, having you on our show uh, means a lot because I feel like you're gonna go bigger and better things, and I think you're gonna do amazing things after you graduate high school. Yeah, and I can't yes. wait to see what you're gonna do. Um, we're very really, really excited. Yeah. Um, so, um, did go did, ahead, Dan. Yeah. Did you ever like when did you start thinking about like pageants and these kind of things? That's amazing. Ever since I could dress up and express myself i think that even when i was little and i still had social anxiety and everything i would at church i would grab a microphone and just beatbox into it or <laughs> i go up on stage on christmas and perform with the kids choir oh and my so gosh. when i got to high school my mom was like you need to do drama club and chorus because yeah like <laughs> yeah yeah, there's a pretty uh, pretty funny story of Ben as a kid. Oh, no. Uh, I was wearing vacation Bible school, right? And I went up to the microphone uh -huh. and I sang, and Dad goes, want to get away? So <laughs> the way that our church had it set up was they had a couple of mics, like, hanging from a wire. And, you know, like, all the kids are kind of lined up behind them, and they're supposed to pick up all the sound. And my parents <laughs> in the audience, and I wasn't too old at the time, but my mom had told me the story that – she just watches Ben go from like the back row, slowly working his way forward 
until he was right under the mic. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> and yeah. my dad goes, my mom goes, want to get away? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> it was a, a situation where Ben was having the greatest time and my parents were uh, like a little embarrassed. <laughs> yeah. The whole congregation laughed. I, uh-huh. I, 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 I just, everyone was very, very kind about it. And yeah. And you know what church today, you know, I love our church. Um, Calvary Saddleton's a great church because yeah. we had a hard time going through our other church too. But you know, me going to Calvary, I think they have a great disability ministry. Yeah. And I just want to give good. a shout out to them um, because they yeah. mean a lot to um, everybody. And if you're working for a disability ministry, uh, check out Calvary Saddleton or Bethesda See Jesus. It's a great ministry as well. So yeah. shout out to those two. For sure. For sure. So Ben, you had a question, I think, right about oh, yeah. about you when you were younger. When I was when I was dying, when I was younger, I asked my mom and dad, "What is what is autism?" And I was confused about being different. Have you ever asked yourself or your parents something similar about autism? If so, how did they respond? I think that when I was younger, and I'm talking like four to ten, maybe. I never really questioned my disability as in what is autism, but I always knew I was different because of the challenges that I faced. Like most of my friends were older than me or significantly younger than me because I didn't know how to connect with people right on my age. And so that caused a lot of problems because the ones older than me wanted to read teen magazines and the younger ones wanted to play with dolls and like I was in the middle like I was growing up and I think that a lot of the social anxiety kept me from making friends and it still does to this day I mean uh, I don't have a lot of friends I have a lot of peers and people I talk to every day but what I consider a friend is someone who I can go to and who I'm honest with and who I hang out with pretty regularly. And Mm -hmm. I don't have a lot of those people. Yeah. And that was me growing up, you know, it was just hard because um, I didn't have a lot of friends growing up, going Mm -hmm. to church because a lot of people didn't want me to be their friend. Like I invited everybody to my birthday party. I didn't get invited back. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's why I go to this church. And then high school was a similar different way. Cause my guys explain about, yeah. 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 So going to high school, Sorry about that. Um, you know, my parents are worried. Oh, you're you're about high school because you you're not going to make any friends. But I made a lot of friends in high school, and I did win homecoming king at North Penn. Yeah, all because I because I was um I advocated for myself and talked to people. You know, if you never you, if you go out of your comfort shell, you never know what you're going to get in life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think as a family, we were concerned because. You know, I, I'm a shyer person, I think, and more introverted for sure. But going to high school for me was a way different experience than it was for Ben. Mm-hmm. And I saw a lot of, not personally against me, but I, I witnessed a lot of bullying. Um, and I was really concerned that Ben would be, you know, maybe the end of, of a lot of people's jokes. Um, mm-hmm. There'd be a lot of bullying that, and, and Ben sometimes misses it. Um, I love him to yeah. death, but sometimes it goes over his head, um, which maybe maybe it's a good thing. But I was really worried for him. And then he told me he was on homecoming court. And I just remember being worried because I was like, oh, man, if he doesn't get it, he's going to be so bummed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I came home from college mm-hmm. to see the homecoming game. 
And then when Ben won, he freaked out like me and the whole family, and we like lost our minds. Like it was crazy. Um, but yeah, it's it's a it's a real challenge to make friends in general. Um, and I think you you really put it well. I think a lot of people have um, peers and acquaintances, um, but a true friend is I think Something a lot harder to work on. harder to make. Yeah. Yeah, Ben, you have a habit of 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 doing what with people you meet? Texting them. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, as soon as Ben meets somebody for the first time, he's like, Oh, we're we're friends. I can I can text and call them all the time, right? I'm oh, like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> uh, no, not yet. Um Yeah, so I actually one of our questions was gonna be, um, has it ever been hard for you to make friends? Yeah. But I think that uh yeah. you answered that question already. Um and it's something that I think we want to address. Mm-hmm. Part of you know the company that Ben just started. The the kind of slogan is is be the one. Yeah. Um, but the idea behind that is like it only takes one kind person to really change a lot of other people's experiences. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, if you can be that one kind person to somebody else. Mm-hmm then they can be that one kind person and you know it's this kind of like snowball waterfall effect <laughs> yeah um, that's what that's what we want we want we want people to go out there and yeah um, that's what it was at, at north penn right yeah and that's you, what it was when i was on ellen too like right. i was going out there being kind right um you know i love i, I love ellen to death i think ellen is a great example of mm-hmm. showing um, I watched one of her episodes today and sure. she was like talking about like someone saying you are the kindest person i love when you're or is, I think it was Howie Mandel when he goes, when when people are sad or people are upset, we, they turn around, you know, I love when you laugh and smile. Yeah, sure, sure. So, Riley, a question for you. Now that you're older, yeah. Um, is there something that you would tell younger you? Wow, that's a great question. Honestly, I would say just don't be afraid to stick up for yourself. I mean, I've been through a lot of just backhanded compliments and sure. bullying and oh. when people know that they can get at you, they'll do anything. They'll they'll make like one time uh in school, I'm not going to say what club it was or anything, but we were making posters for something and this girl asked me if I knew how to spell my name. And she only asked me that after she knew I had autism. Mm. And she also asked me what my birth, if I knew what my birthday was. And that kind of took me back because that kind of compliment. Yeah. I thought at the time that wh- everybody just assumed that I was neurotypical, but I guess it's still looming in people's minds that I have autism and their stereotypes sure. and it really hurt. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, I mean, we need kind people and I'm always there for you, Rari. And me and yes. my brother are always there for you too. <laughs> yeah, so for sure. We would one of these days I'd love to connect with you again. Dan, Dan you should meet her sometime. Yeah, you should for sure. Her for sure. Um yeah, it's a uh hard thing, like I said. I think Ben sometimes um misses some of the insults, which could yeah. be a blessing in some ways. Mm-hmm. Um but I do know that I think in in the more recent years you've been able to pick up on on some of the yeah. comments and um, yeah. just how people interact with each other. Um, yeah, and I think the the key is to be the one. 
Yeah, to to be to be the person that you are no matter what, right? And be mm-hmm. kind. And it's yeah. always going to be a challenge mm-hmm. to deal with how other people treat you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, sadly, we have no control over how people treat us. And uh, yeah. if they decide to make poor, unkind, mm-hmm. thoughtless actions, um, all we can do is control how we respond to those things. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Um, and so the the best thing to do, um, I think, is to communicate those interactions with somebody else, mm-hmm. whether that's a you know a teacher or or a parent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the worst thing you can do is keep all that to yourself. Right. Um, Definitely. And that can really you know cause a lot of issues. Yeah. Um, and make you feel alone, which is yeah. not the case. Um, we don't want anybody to feel alone. Mm-hmm. I, I love when people just congregate together and just chat mm-hmm. and. That's why I think we need more of these groups and more social interactions because I feel like um, people just don't understand what autism is. Sure. And definitely. Yeah. And, you know, that's why I want to. Oh, that's a good idea. (laughs) Um, Um, Yeah. It's a very broad spectrum. mm -hmm. And people don't know that. Yes. Exactly. Very true. Um, Do you want me to do the next question? Sure. Um, So we talked about eight, right? I think that's Mm -hmm. good. Yep. Um, how did people treat you in school with autism in your hometown? So we talked a little about school, but do you, is it just in school that you see people treat you differently or do you see it outside of that as well? No, it's, it's outside. Um, I have another example for you. I went to the doctor one time and this was pretty recently and, um, the doctor came or the, whatever came in the nurse or whatever. And she treated me normal and everything. And she was prescribing me antibiotics because I was sick. And um, my mom told her that I had autism. And her, the inflection of her words just instantly changed. She said, my niece is smart too. Mm. We never said I was smart. I'm actually in special ed classes for the most part. Yeah. So it was kind of like ironic that that's what people, people either think that when you have autism, you can't talk or you are the smartest person in the literal world. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 I remember one time uh, my mom was talking to somebody and uh, they asked like, they, you know, my, my mom was like, my son has autism. And the person was like, Oh, what is he really good at? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? And, and it's just like, Oh man. Like it's just a, such a common misconception that like, yeah. You know, you have some crazy superpower in one area mm-hmm. um, when, like you said, it's, it's such a broad spectrum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we have lots of friends that are on the spectrum and, and I work with special needs adults. Yeah. And so I have clients that are f- like full care is needed all the way up to like I show up and we just hang out because they really yeah. don't need me to be there. Yeah. I love, I love going to like Mary Mead or mm-hmm. going like to, yeah, you love those kind of things too. I right? like hanging out or going hay rides in the fall. Oh yeah. Okay. Not, not, well, not, you can ask, we ask, what could that be a question for Riley? Oh yeah. Do you like hay rides or stuff in the fall? Cause I love I, fall stuff. Fall is my favorite season. I'm a little biased oh, because no my way. birthday is in October. But When's uh, your birthday? Season. October 1st. Oh, oh happy belated. Yeah, happy belated Thank birthday. Thank you. <laughs> How old did you turn? 18. 
There you go. Ooh, there you should have told me. I could have said, oh, okay. <laughs> well, now you know for next year. No, no, no. I'm going to send her. I'll, I'll get her. Don't worry you, you'll, you'll put it, save it in your phone. No, no, no. I'll, I'll remember. If I see you this <laughs> month, I'll give, her some, I'll give her a card. Yeah, sure. Uh, ben loves birthdays. And actually, Chaz. Are you, you going to say what I think you're going to say? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Um, Happy early birthday to dad. Uh-huh. He's going to be 60 on on Thursday. So, uh-huh. nice. dad. I hope you have a good birthday. So make sure you wish my dad happy early birthday on Thursday. Ben has been uh, very excited about my dad's birthday. <laughs> He's turning six. Uh huh. Um, and so it's a very exciting thing. I did get him a few surprises. Yeah, we'll have to wait till Thursday to find out what those yeah. are. Yeah. Um. So we we've talked kind of around it, but what what do you think of the things you've said was the hardest for you growing up? What do you mean? Like of the interactions with other people of uh, like, was it school in general? Was it the social situations? Like what's the one thing that either you disliked the most or um, that you really struggled in um, and need extra help? Like I said, for me, dyslexia. So like reading and writing, like I needed way, way, way extra help in reading and writing. Um so that I could be where I am now, if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So I started going to public school in sixth grade because I was homeschooled all throughout until, until the end of fifth grade. And it was all my idea. I've always wanted to go to public school. And I really think awesome. it's a, an mm-hmm. awesome experience for me because I get to just have a routine every day because routines with autism in general are really yeah. hard to keep. And with homeschool, it just doesn't work for me. I have to be in person. But along with being 11 or 12 years old and everybody already has their own cliques and stuff in school, that really... I had a a few friends in middle school, but not ones that stuck through. Um, None of them stuck through, actually. Um, So it was the friend aspect and it was also the social anxiety of I'm the sore thumb because nobody's seen me before. And that kept me from joining a lot of clubs because of the anxiety and just being afraid of new things. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Um, I can totally see that as being something, even that I've struggled with in the past of there's like times where I, I know I'd really like something but it's like just a little out of my comfort zone. Yeah. And I'm like, mm, I don't know if I want to do that. And almost always when I actually do it, it's great. And I love it. Um, but it's that like, like two steps before when I'm like, Oh, I don't know if I want to do that. I want to step out and, and try that yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a question from oh. uh, one of our listeners. Josh is listening. Mr. Uh, Crawl. A good friend of mine. Uh, mm-hmm. He's a teacher as well. Um, but he said, um, are there any responsibilities that go along with your, uh, Miss Amazing title? And then are you in contact with any of the contestants? Um, cause it's interesting. Like, is it like very strong rivalry or like, are there friendships there? Oh, there are definitely friendships. I mm-hmm. met my best friend, Kelsey. She's from the Northampton area. Um, she awesome. has Down syndrome, and wow. we met through Miss Amazing for the first from the first year. And okay. I would say the rivalry rivalry is more with the moms. Um, oh, any okay. Mom or stage okay. Mom. <laughs> um, 
but not with the girls at all. We are all best friends and we do love each other. Sure. Um, as far as responsibilities go, I just heard my mom laughing. Um, <laughs> as far as responsibilities go, uh, it differs with the state and the national title, but they're basically the same. I'm expected to advocate for my platform and sure. mm -hmm. um attend parades and different Yay. activities throughout the year that Miss Amazing holds. And since I am like part of the OGs, I guess you could say, and yeah. there are a lot of newer girls, I'm expected to answer a lot of questions during meetings. Yeah, that's awesome. We got that's another so cool. question coming in, Dan. Yeah, we do. Um, just a very kind comment talking about uh, the conversation being informative and uh, raising awareness, which I think is so cool that you like responsibility is, is to bring awareness for your platform, um, mm -hmm. which I think is is uh, a cool thing for them to encourage because it'd be easy, I think, for them to say like, oh, you won, like, well done, you know, but instead yeah. it's a hey, like now that you've won do what you can to to spread awareness for the thing that you're most passionate about definitely um mm -hmm. which i think is really important yeah right? absolutely do you do that ben do you do you spread awareness for autism i love spreading awareness <laughs> and i love and i love you know what i love what i love meeting people like riley mm -hmm. I, <laughs> yes. I think i think she is incredible mm -hmm. i mean i mean what's your what's the what, i have a question for you what's the one thing you love about jim thorpe um i've never been on the train Jim Thorpe, I really like um, the train. I do like the train. I love going to Fall Foliage each year. Okay. Uh, there's also a place. It's called the Molly Maguires. I love their burgers and their fries. They're really okay. good. Oh dang! We'll have to write it down for next we'll time we to, go. Uh, instead of roadies, we'll go there. Uh -huh. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm a, a sucker for a good like local restaurant. Mm. Um, because it's so easy, you know, to just go to like a place you already know. It's the same thing we we're just talking about with hobbies, right? It's yes. easy to just be like, oh, I'm good at this thing, so I'll stick with that thing. Yeah. Um, but food's the same way. Like, I know. Step out there, be a little courageous in, in what you what Yeah. You um so the thank you, Josh, for those questions. Those are both good questions. Um shout out to the Twitch streamer. Yep, shout out to to Beanie83 on Twitch. We appreciate you watching. Uh <laughs> so I have a question for you. Um, even though there, you know, have been a lot of challenges for you um, in school with autism, um, what's an area of school that has been most like helpful for you? And it doesn't have to be like in an autism specific spectrum, just like something that's really helped or encouraged you in the school setting. Definitely music class because. Mm -hmm. This year, I actually am taking a lot of music classes. Um, it's just, there's regular classes where you have to learn them and you have the mindset where you have to learn everything. And then there's music where I can come in and I get to play my bass clarinet or I get to sing. And it's just so stress relieving. And it definitely helps me. Like music has been there for me when everybody else hasn't. So I yeah. definitely, it's mm -hmm. definitely my favorite yeah. class. Yeah, yeah. I loved music, and growing up, I actually did uh, chorus. So I was in a yeah. chorus class. So chorus was so much fun. I did it in elementary school, middle school, and high school. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, it's it's so important, I think. Like, you know, we, we hear a lot of things about school programs and, and what's getting cut and what's not getting cut and what's important and what's not important. 
Um, but I feel like so rarely do people ask the students. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. And so like, I always find it very interesting to see, you know, especially in this setting that we're talking about, like what was the most impactful for you? Because mm -hmm. um, as the student, the person is actually participating in school. Uh, I feel like, you know, that's the one of the most important opinions. Yeah, I think um, the student voice is very important when it comes to stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I noticed it said you, you said that you were on student council, right? Yes. Um, and so what's that like? Student council is so fun. Um, we got to every year we get to plan homecoming because homecoming is a student council run event. Oh, so cool. uh, we I actually got to pick out the theme and the colors and everything, which was really awesome. Uh we it was a night under the uh, night under the stars i think okay I can't remember. sure yeah um, yeah but we got to plan it and all the details and do donations and set it up and it was a really fun night i love going to dances they're my favorite thing ever i love dances too yeah but it's we also do like banners for the athletic teams and we uh attend pep rallies and stuff like that okay cool so how's panther valley's football team going this year I think we're doing pretty good. Yeah, uh, we just had a game last Friday against Shenandoah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I think. Yeah, Ben. Ben wants to get up there one of these days. I think we're going to go up the twenty ninth. We don't know yet. I don't know yet. It's in. It's in the works. It's in the. Works, it's in I the think. works right now. No, we're no. like. We're like just not quite too far away from Jim Thorpe. It's like a, like a little around an hour away. So it's not quite oh, okay. too far, but it's. Uh, it's like just enough to be like, ooh, that would be hard to go just for a game, you know. Yeah, I live, um, I live uh, about 10 or 15 minutes away from Jim Thorpe. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, we'll but, talk about details later, not on the yeah, show. Yeah, we'll talk about details later. Ben, details are, are your favorite, right, Ben? I do I do love details. <laughs> I mean, I just don't want to talk about them on here because people so, will be like, where are you going? And I'm like, oh, no. But it, it, does, it does bring an in, in, interesting topic for me. So you went to Nashville from like a logistics standpoint. Who who runs all that? Is that a mom thing? Does she manage all the traveling and coordinating of that? She definitely is my momager. We call her the mom. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. She does the. We both do the fundraising, but she bakes the majority of the things for the thousands of bake sales we've had. Sure, <laughs> sure. She, we've literally had so many, and we both joke that we could write a book off of things people oh say God. as they come to our bake sales. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love it. Uh, one time somebody grabbed their stomach and went, Oh, no, I have diabetes. And we're like, <laughs> <laughs> like Um, there are just so many characters at Bake Sales, but oh my she does, the, you know, she helps me pick out my songs and my mm. dresses and pays for them, which is nice. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Right. She definitely right. is a great help to me. Riley's yeah. mom, you raised You're a good daughter. Mom. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Shout out to Riley's mom. I love it. I love it. Yeah. It's, it's really important. We have talked about it a lot in this like company thing that we're doing. Um, because Ben does all the presenting, right? So he goes to school and he does the speaking, but my dad runs all of like the tech and mm -hmm. my mom makes sure that like everything is spelled correctly in all of Ben's emails. <laughs> um, we had a pretty funny moment where Ben sent an email without it being checked. Oh no. And <laughs> uh, Ben wrote, um, don't worry, I will bother everybody. <laughs> oh. 
But he meant to write, I will not bother everybody. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Mike Dempsey. <laughs> and uh, so that led to a pretty uh, embarrassing situation for us where we had to make a couple phone calls and say he did, he did not mean he was going to bother everybody. Um, and so, yeah, it really it does take a team. You know, it takes a group yeah. of people. And that's why we all work together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So for now on, when I send an email, I'm like, "Mom, can you check it out?" Uh huh. But, yeah, but it's, if it's something first. pre-read, I I just send it out like before. But I I love Momager. I think we're Momager. Gonna use, we're gonna be using I, that for for a while around. I here. think I'm gonna use Dad as Dadager. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I love it. I love it. So you're 18. You're a senior, right? Yep. Oh, I was gonna ask this question. Yeah. Go ahead. So, um, what are you gonna do after high school? So, what are your plans? So after high school, I plan to go to a four-year college. I'm not really sure where I'm going to go yet. <gasps> but I, for right now, I want to um, major in broadcast journalism. I really think Ooh. that is something that would benefit me. And I really, really enjoy it. It's something that I take pride in when I'm writing an article for the newspaper. I'm like, ooh, this, this feels really good. Like, even if they're not going to remember my name, they're going to remember the article. Sure, sure. sure. Um, it's something that I'm so interested in because I I've seen lots of like junkets online and just like interviewing processes, and some people are really good at it, like just really really good, and then some people are so bad. Yeah, <laughs> and it's so funny to see the differences sometimes between uh, just somebody who like is good at what they do. Um, the first show that comes to my mind, have you ever seen uh, Hot Ones on YouTube? Uh, maybe. I don't know. So basically, it's just a show where they like take famous people and they make them eat really hot chicken wings. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And so like the guy who does that show is just really, really good at uh, interviewing people. And... I every time I watch it, I'm just like, man, like he's so good. <laughs> he thinks of the best things. Like I'm just always surprised by it. Yeah. Um. Well, so that, that's super cool. Is that like when did that passion start for journalism for you? I think maybe r relatively recently, but I think about a year ago, it sparked as an idea when i started watching the show supergirl um i'm obsessed okay. with that show i love and it the main character is a reporter and it ties along with her storyline of her being a superhero and her wanting to spread actual news and tell people's stories so it really sparked my interest back then when i started watching about one or two years ago oh awesome awesome i love that uh, we got some Facebook comments. Yeah, so we got some Facebook comments. Um, lots of people sending stuff in, which we appreciate. Um, I'm just I'm reading through them right now. Um, so Ben, you've got a question though. While I read through these, yeah. you got a question, right? I do. Um, so after I graduated high school, I wanted I wanted to go to college, but my brothers turned me down, <laughs> and they said you're never going to do it. And I said, you know what? I want to work for the Eagles. Um, so now I work for the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm -hmm. Do you like the Eagles? I do like the Eagles. They Let's are... go. <laughs> My mom and Happy I... Happy rebirth. Sorry. Sorry, I'll go ahead and say it again. Go ahead. The Eagles are my mom and I's favorite team. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, yeah, and I have to I have to stand up for myself here a little bit, okay? Ben likes to say that we told him he'd never do it. It wasn't that intense. 
<laughs> we just know <laughs> we've talked to Ben many times and I've, as someone who's gone to college and my older brother went to college, um, I've told Ben a couple of my required assignments. Um, and every time I've told him about those assignments, he says, maybe I don't want to go to college. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so it's not for I, everyone. yeah, yeah. And I, I think even, you know, that extends beyond special needs. I think, mm -hmm. um, I think, it, you know, it's, we really love to say like, you have to do this thing. You have to go to college. Yeah. Um, but I think a trade school can be just as yeah. impactful and even the jobs you can get from a trade school yeah. can, get, can sometimes net you even more than a job from a college could. Um, so we're definitely seeing a shift wow. I think, in education there. Damn, how many more comments? I know. We've got lots of comments on Facebook. Usually it's like the way that we have this set up, the comments come through on the thing that we're using, which is very helpful. Oh. But the Facebook ones have not been. Um which is interesting. I'll have to figure that out for next time. But for now, um, we're just going through. So yeah, Ben, you enjoy working for the Eagles. I do. Um, and that was something that was a goal of yours. Yes. Um, Thanks, Swoop. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Ben, what, what do you do for the Eagles? Just I'm game day brief. staff, and I just greet people all day at Pepsi Plaza. Okay. And they're actually playing on my dad's birthday. Really? Wow. They're playing. That Dad is actually going to the game on the 14th, Dan. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. so so mom, I got mom and dad two tickets to an Eagles game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So shout out to the Eagles. Uh, so we got a question from uh, Mary Jane Rosanio, um, and she asked, "What do you think schools could do better?" Ooh, that's a good one, Mister. I think schools could definitely better their education system with the special education system um in previous years on my iep there have been things that were greatly met like um guided notes and things like that but i think that we should be more integrated with the other people um like regular ed and sure. um still get our accommodations because i have heard so much hate through the hallways about mm -hmm. just the false and like negative comments about special ed and how they perceive it and they just say things like they, oh they play all day or like they don't learn anything mm -hmm. and i just think that's so degrading to people because that is completely not true i am learning so much every day i love to learn and mm -hmm. i just think schools could do better with teaching the neurotypical people or the regular ed people how to socialize with us mm -hmm. more than us just learning how to socialize with them yeah sure i sure. agree mm -hmm. yeah i guess really good i think that gets to the spirit of of mary jane's question and she talked about you know the idea of, of integrating and and what schools can do um is there anything special that that panther valley does for integration or do you think that they still have some work to do I think Panther Valley does a great job on, as far as I know, for I've been there for mm, like seven years. I don't know. Um, I've been there since sixth grade, six years. Um, sure. I think that all schools have a lot to learn and a lot of things to catch up on. And I think that we should start doing things about that because yeah. I would love, I always, my saying is I want to leave places better than when I started with them. And yeah. um, I think that when I leave, before I leave, I want the special education department and just 
education departments in general to better their education and try different teaching styles because some teachers are set on this is my yeah. teaching style you like it or not yeah and i just think that doesn't work for everyone not everyone learns like that so yeah one thing i've learned from one of my teachers is mr fink um Oh, before we go, before we talk about him, Mrs. Renzi put in there. I love the content of the format of the show. Thank you, guys. Shout out to Bobby Renzi. She's the best. Yeah. Uh, so what, what did Mr. Fink say? So Mr. Fink taught me one thing. Don't be a fool. Use a tool. Mm-hmm. So he, he was in charge of, of a lot of your integration, right? Yes. Like they did a lot of like, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, social practicing. and. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think, I think you're right. I, I don't think it's about just um, – better services i think it is a yeah. big piece of it is about integration um mm-hmm. and one of the things that um i remember from high school and you know it's been a little while for me since i've been in high school um so it's a when i was in high school it was hard because i know that the separation was was much mm-hmm greater uh, yeah. i remember very vividly that there was very little interaction between uh special needs and um the uh, we'll say neurotypicals uh, if you mm-hmm. will um and that's why i think when ben was in high school um i was so worried about kind of what his interaction would be and i think between the time i graduated and the time ben ended up in high school um the integration had, had at least improved enough that he was able to interact with uh, other people. Um, mm-hmm. But that's the biggest part of, of Ben's high school experience was mm-hmm. his ability to interact with, uh, like I said, neurotypicals. Um, and so it's, it wasn't even that, you know, he was in neurotypical classrooms. It was just that he was able to, I was in neuro, the special ed and there was neurotypical people in there mm-hmm. and there were some special ed people. So like there was combined special ed and neurotypical people together mm-hmm. mixed in classes. So that was like the exciting thing was I get to walk to different classes, but which, which I didn't do in middle school, but in yeah. high school I did like an English class for an hour and a half, but I had to stretch if I needed a break. So, sure. Sure. Like, when the second bell rang, but it was great. I mean, my senior year, I really wanted this English teacher and uh, I had, I had, English at the end of the day, and I didn't like that. So I literally begged the school, and I said, "Listen, I really would like Mr. I know for senior year." And they said, "We'll see what we can do." I, yeah. If I didn't ask, I never got him. Yeah, it's true. Uh, so uh, Alyssa Faith said that uh, Riley, she's a big fan. Um, <laughs> she's a big fan of mine. And she I love says that you would love to be your friend. Awesome. Um, so there you go. Thank love you, that. Alyssa. Alyssa's the best. More I mean. positivity, which is what we need. Yeah. Um. And then uh, we talked a little bit about it, right? The, but the idea of uh, journalism is what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, is there any specific place you want to work for? Or do you think um, you'll do some stuff on your own? Like, What are your thoughts in that regard? I think that right now I want to be like, I don't want to be your morning reporter. I don't like mornings. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I just yeah. like, I just, I know. Um, <laughs> I do think that because I like being on camera and I like being on stage that being a news reporter would be an interesting idea because I I don't like doing the same exact thing every single day it's very tiring and it I just don't like it at all but with like writing and being a newspaper writer 
that gives me the the freedom to um I can't think of the word use my writing abilities that I've been working on and I do love writing stories and things so when it comes down to it I think I'll choose reporter for broadcast journalism but um, for right now I'm just keeping it like a more broad yeah yeah um do you have any goals and I'm I'm sure you do. I'm, it's a very <laughs> leading question of mine. But uh, do you have any goals in regards to using your journalism um, for you know a special needs platform or furthering that platform? Uh, shout out to Josh Crawl again. It's a good question by him. I love Mr. Crawl. So with my special needs platform, it's um, do you see me? And it's act- advocating for people that have unseen disabilities or um, just disabilities that you wouldn't look at them and be like oh she has autism because like you shouldn't do that with anyone but i can't count how many times i've been told that i'm not special i don't like that term but special Mm -hmm. or that i don't have autism or that i don't even have challenges i must be a perfect person because everybody has challenges um i think that will tie in with my platform learning more about other people's perspectives and people that need to be Mm -hmm. educated i mean not that they're ignorant but people just have a lack of information i feel these days and that is definitely why i love advocating yeah for sure absolutely i think something that i i've even noticed in the past is because we we talked about it kind of early on but because there's such a stigma behind you know getting tested and and being really aware of of the needs that you have Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people, at least in, of my age, um, probably for, for went that process. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're just known as like the troublemaker kids, yeah. you know, yeah. like, like the ones who just caused all the problems. Mm-hmm. Um, when in reality, I, I think a fair amount of them, mm-hmm. um, had issues that were just never discovered. Yeah. Um, and ultimately never, never assisted with. Um, mm-hmm. and that's, that's what really, you know, kind of gets me the most is that, um our our pride and desire to be quote unquote normal um has prevented us from furthering ourselves in a positive way um at mm-hmm. the end of the day that's the goal of the show yeah is to is, be kind is, is, is to be kind and, and yeah. to, to show people that it it does not matter on what level of the spectrum mm-hmm. you're on you yeah. still have something so yeah. important to offer yeah, um, I think our first show is being successful, Dan. I think it's going so well. You know what? I think we're having a lot of fun. I think we are. Riley, are you having a lot of fun? I I am. Um... Perfect, perfect. Then I think we're doing great. Um, I've got one other question here, and then I'll scroll through Facebook again to make sure that. And can we wish can we, we can give work a Twitch too? Yeah, we'll take a look. But I I got one question here that I wrote down. Um, so you know, I kind of said uh, the advantage, Riley, that I think you and Ben have, um, that maybe some people on the special needs spectrum don't have is your ability to articulate your experiences. Yes. Um, so if let's say there's a family member watching or somebody watching right now who is just in the process of, or has just found out that a child of theirs or someone they know is diagnosed. Um, what's one thing you could say to encourage them? Honestly, I would say just be there for your child. A lot of people, process um auditory differently and it may take them a set amount of time to process the question or the statement you just said and 
I think a lot of people cut right to why are you ignoring me? Why are you not making mm-hmm. eye contact? And I mm-hmm. think it's important that we first know the symptoms of autism and mm-hmm. how we can cater more towards our individual child because like I said everything is every child with autism or any disability is not the same and I think that Mm -hmm. with all the schools and parents and just family members in general we can really use um, one big lesson to give to learn more about our children yeah yeah I I totally agree Um, like I said I work with special needs adults and I have a client and he will always take probably 12 to 20 seconds to give you a response to a question. Mm-hmm. Um, and like when you hear that, it doesn't sound like that long. Mm-hmm. But when you ask something and you're so used to having an answer immediately, yes, having to wait, yeah. like there's times I remind myself like, oh, this is not intentional. Like he's not like intentionally ignoring me so like for he some just kind of- a few seconds. That's what like me, right. like you say, you ask me a question, you go, how do you do this? So I'm like, let me think because mm-hmm. sometimes they overreact i'm like i need to think mm-hmm. especially in overstimulating situations yeah. like yeah. if the if it's too bright or it's too loud or it it d- just depends on the person like i know that if there are too many conversations going on at once or there's background noise i won't hear you i can hear that you're saying something but the words coming out are literal gibberish <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah. so true. And it's something that is so hard when uh you know, as a neurotypical, we build a lot of uh social pieces and interaction into conversation. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when I'm talking to somebody, I'm already assuming the things they're meaning without yeah. even asking them if they meant that. Um, and so we take that same process and we apply it to someone with special needs Mm -hmm. and you, you just can't, I mean, you shouldn't do it with normal people, much less people with special needs. Like it's anybody who you're interacting with. Um, it's easy to convince yourself. I like, I mean, I'm here. I know what's going on. I know what they're doing and what they're saying. Um, yeah. but I, I catch myself pretty often with my clients from like, all right, wait, <laughs> like they need just a, a chunk of time to, to so think through it. Deep breath or um, down. Yeah. And, and I often remind the, the parents that I work with the same thing, like just mm-hmm. give them a couple seconds. Um, and it may seem weird, but I promise you they'll answer you. And, um, if they don't, you can, you know, wait and ask again, but you're very right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so our dad had a very good question. Is there anything that you wanted to share mm-hmm. that maybe wasn't brought up? I think a lot of what I wanted to share was brought up. I just think that mm-hmm. a lot of people think that, like, they assume that I can't advocate for myself. And I think that literally drives me a hundred percent more is the fact that they think that because I have a disability, I'm not able to articulate my words or the complete opposite. I'm seen as an adult in situations and it's nice, but it's also kind of insulting because when you're seen as an adult, you should be an adult. Like I have people Mm -hmm. like for some, sometimes at school, they'll look at me 
when some student says something wrong, like a wrong answer in class, and they'll look at me as if I were the teacher. I'm like, I- I'm the student too, just because I, you know, stick out, I guess. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, so they're either assuming that I know everything or they're assuming I know nothing. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, it it's something that we all need to address yeah. is assumptions, right? It's so yeah. easy to go into mm-hmm. any situation and assume you know everything that's going on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it it's a wise person yeah. who goes in and tries to ask and learn before yeah. they just assume. Yeah. Um, I'm having a lot of fun. Good, Ben. I'm glad you're having a lot of fun. I think this Me is too. like... I think this is going to win an Academy Award. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I don't know. Definitely. You think so? Yeah. So I think we're going to go to the Emmys uh-huh. and Oscars. Uh, yeah. Okay. okay. We, we can't talk about it right now. <laughs> uh, ben has it in his mind that uh, one of his favorite stores is uh, the Ollie's. Ollie's barking that way. Good stuff. Oh. Cheap. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so he keeps telling me that we got to get Ollie's to sponsor our show. Or, wait, or Moxie. <laughs> and <laughs> so yeah. I said, Ben, we got to get viewers before we get sponsors. Moxie. I love Moxie. <laughs> you have to try it sometime, Rowdy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Um, but yeah, like I said, you know, at the end of the day, our goal with the show is to provide a place for open discussion. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. just like in school, I think it's silly that things are being cut and eliminated without talking to the students. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think it is strange that lots of decisions are being made without addressing people with special needs. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think there are a large number of people with special needs who can advocate um, for themselves and can, can speak out in what they need and what they want. Mm -hmm. Um, And so our goal is, is both and to provide a place for people to advocate for themselves and others and make dreams come true and make dreams come true while providing really, you know, chances to um, see how other people have achieved success. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, we'll bring it back. We'll give a shout out to the, all the momagers out there. (laughs) Um, I know there's, there's a behind every great person is a great momager. So yes, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, I think just to wrap up, Riley, is there anything else yeah. that you want to, any plugs you want to put in there for, for the show? Yeah, sure. Um, I do have an Instagram and YouTube channel. Um, it's Sweet. with an amazing queen. I started it right after I won nationals. Basically, if you hold any sort of pageant title, you can go to read with a, an amazing queen or it's read with a queen at gmail.com. Okay. You send me a video of you reading any any kind of book to the camera it has to be under 10 minutes i think though and um you get to introduce yourself and if you have a platform too you get to share that in the little video that you make that's so Um, cool i also have um three other (laughs) instagram pages just basically um with my pageant so one is do you see 17 me and then the other one is uh pa miss amazing teen queen riley Let's go. And then there's more. I um, love it. I love, I love it. it. I have a lot of Instagram pages. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I see your Instagram pages a lot. I, I love just it. think it's fun. And then I have, um, I manage it for the Pennsylvania Miss Amazing um, Corporation. Um, it's Sweet. just Pennsylvania Miss Amazing. I love that. That is amazing. That's, amazing. That's awesome. I, I know. I love, I, I love just seeing what you're going to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. And can I just plug 
some uh, some well, announcements. Well, I was just gonna say, I think for uh, look, we have you your information on the website, our website yeah. as well. Yes. Um, and so we'll leave that up there because my goal is to you know have yeah. all the past guests' information there. Yeah. So you can yeah. also find the links there. Yeah. All you right, can go to so. our website and look up Rari, and Rari is just an amazing, What's... yeah, amazing woman. Um, she's a young woman. She's gonna do amazing things. Yeah. And I doubt. think I think she's gonna. I hope she wins Miss America someday. Yeah. yeah. There you go. That would be a I'm good kidding, goal. Kidding. That would be. That would be. Um, but no, Ben is right. Riley, you're great. Um, it's awesome to see all the things that you're doing for the special needs community. Thank um, you. And we really appreciate you being willing to be our first guest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then for for plugging in, so mm-hmm. I'm thinking, I don't know where I'm going to go this Friday for Friday Night Energy Rights. Yeah. Football. Friday night, Energy Lights football. That's what I call it now. Oh, okay. We'll figure that out later, buddy. We'll figure out Ben's new uh, next football game later. <laughs> uh, but Riley, thank you again. I really appreciate Mr. it. Mr. Crawl, this. Um, thank you. Ben is. And uh, yeah, Mr. Crawl, reach out again. Um. <laughs> yeah, Ben, you want to end with quote? quote? Oh, yeah. good job, Mr. Call. Thank you for reminding me. Having autism is not a bad thing, and it doesn't characterize who we are. Everybody is unique and special. Just like a rainbow. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys. And listen, be kind out there this week. Go buy somebody Starbucks. Go buy somebody Dunkin'. Go buy somebody I go. Know, whatever. Yum I, yum I don't care. I mean, <laughs> I suicide scream. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> be kind in whatever way you can. Be kind, everybody. All right. Riley, you, thanks again. See you in two weeks. Thank we'll see you. everybody later. Love Bye. you guys. Bye. That was good, Dan.